Hello, and welcome to the Killer Cuties podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Cassidy, and I've seen almost every horror movie out there. And I'm KD, and before we started, I'd seen almost none of them. So join us each week as I attempt to make a horror fan out of KD. As a warning, we will be discussing spoilers and some uncomfortable topics that may be in the plots, so feel free to check out the film on DoesTheDogDie.com first to check for any triggers before listening. Today we're talking about 2019's folk horror film written and directed by Ari Aster, Midsummer. Let's get spooky. Shall I kick us off with a quick summary? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I did my best to condense this one into, like, high level. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. Okay. Danny, her boyfriend Christian, and his friends Mark and Josh accompany their Swedish friend and classmate Pele to a midsummer festival at Pele's childhood commune in Sweden that occurs only once every 90 years. Danny, who was originally not invited, is deeply traumatized after her sister kills their parents and commits suicide a few months prior, before which Christian had intended on breaking up with her. The day after their arrival, they witness a brutal ceremonial suicide, which the elders of the community explain as a sort of aging out that happens when community members turn 72, and it's actually a great honor. While Christian and the men are interested in writing their theses on the culture of the commune after this, Danny attempts to leave, but is convinced to stay by Pele, who explains that he was actually taken in by the community after being orphaned, much like Danny has recently been. While the group is still learning about the culture and customs, Mark unknowingly urinates on a sacred tree, for which he is lured away from the group and murdered. Then Josh, desperate to get ahead of Christian's research, sneaks away at night to take photos of the community's sacred texts, but he's caught and he's also killed. The next day, Danny is given a hallucinogenic tea and wins a traditional dancing competition, being crowned May Queen. Then she sees Christian, who has also been given the tea, participating in a sex ritual, giving Danny a severe panic attack. Christian attempts to flee when the ritual is complete and discovers various body parts of his friends across the commune before being drugged and paralyzed by an elder member. The final ceremony of the festivities arrives and we learn that one final sacrifice for a total of nine throughout the Midsummer Festival must be fulfilled and May Queen Danny may choose the victim. It's between either a randomly chosen member of the commune or Christian. Next we see Christian, still alive but paralyzed, is stuffed inside the corpse of a disemboweled bear and set on fire in a wooden temple alongside the eight other sacrifices. Danny is horrified, but only until she, pretty quickly, realizes that Christian sucked and she begins to smile. Midsummer. Um, yeah. An Ari Aster film. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He loves, like, heads getting smashed, huh? Yeah, he really do be smashing some heads. Yeah. Director trademark. <laughs> yeah. Just a mangled fucking head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't watch most of that. Yeah. That's Because <laughs> of the leg scene. Yeah. I, like, again, like, woke up in a cold sweat and was like, holy shit. <laughs> like, I got to warn Katie because it's like severe broken leg scene. Yeah. So I like 
wrote to you on Discord. I was like, hey, hey, for this movie, just so you know. And then you didn't answer immediately. So then I Snapchatted you too because I was like, fuck. <laughs> we cannot yeah. have another misery situation. <laughs> yeah. Um, But it worked out because I didn't watch the movie that day. I watched the movie the following day. Yeah. Um, And mm-hmm. then I only watched the first, like, 30 minutes of the movie. Yeah. And I had to stop. I could not finish it. And that was the day we were supposed to record. I felt really bad, but I could not. I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't finish it. Yeah. Um. The, the whole, like, grief thing and, like, the sister suicide thing. Uh, yeah. Been there, done that. So I couldn't finish it. I had to take a break. Um, yeah. And I finished it the next day. Yeah, that was definitely, like, another time I was like, fuck, I kind of did it again. <laughs> I keep just showing you the worst possible things I could possibly show you. Um, uh, yeah, that's okay. Um, I just added it to my Does the Dog Die. Perfect, yeah. 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 That one's more my bad. I don't talk about that one much. You I, don't. In, in my known. defense, when you gave me your <laughs> list of triggers, that was not one of them, but I should yeah. know that, so. Yeah. Um, I didn't really know. I mean, it. That's that's more one that I like realized while watching it. Yeah, like I don't I don't go around like joking about breaking my ankle. Right. Yeah, you don't even like you excuse no. yourself from conversations where people even talk about stuff yes. like that. So Yeah. If my husband if my husband like cracks his knuckles in the other room, I'll go punch him. Yeah. So like yeah. Ew, I don't like that. And, either. But, <laughs> yeah. So like it's two different things. So it's it wasn't like I yeah, just didn't realize like this one. It's just really well acted. Yeah. So I had to like step back. I remember when we did Hereditary, I kind of talked about how like he just shows grief in a way that I've never experienced in a film before. Mm-hmm. Like obviously Hereditary, he did it with that whole scene and Tony Collette finding her daughter's head in her, her headless body, I guess, in her backseat. And then I mm-hmm. think I even said in that episode, like he does it again in Midsummer. Like, yeah. Just watching her sob like on his lap while he just sits there like fuck yeah also i really love like kind of the dichotomy between that and then later when she's again doing that kind of like wailing cry but all the women are with her doing it with her and like just the stark difference between her doing it in complete silence with him and then having that like community do it with her was like mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I I definitely felt worse for her obviously when she was with him because like you just know he <clears throat> give a fuck I don't think they really do <laughs> Oh, oh, I guess I mean, like, it's hard. <laughs> yeah, it's hard because I think they're like they're obviously in a cult, so it's like maybe they do yeah. believe that they care, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I don't think you're supposed to feel like they don't care. Oh no, which hundred oh, percent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's there. So there's like a huge debate on this movie about whether or not it's like a good for her movie, right? Yeah. And, like, I I think it's important to know that, like, your initial thought should be good for her because that's what the movie wanted it to be. Like, the movie is from Danny's perspective 
and therefore the audience is getting indoctrinated into this white supremacy cult at the same time as her. And yeah, logically, like we can sit there and know that this ending is fucking horrific. She is not better off than when she like it's she's in a cult. Like it's yeah. not good. But like you're supposed to feel a sense of victory with her at the end. That's what they intended. But like just be aware of that because, you know, we don't want anybody to join a white supremacy cult. No. It's don't do that. <laughs> but that's also I the <laughs> I did read the entire screenplay for this when it first came out because I loved it. <laughs> oh my god. Um but the last lines of the screenplay are just it just sums that up because it's uh, she has surrendered to a joy known only by the insane. She has lost herself completely and she is finally free. It is horrible and it is beautiful. And it's like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> that is kind of what you feel at the end of this. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Shout out to Flo. She portrays it really well. Oh, yeah. You just can't beat her frown. No. You really can't. It so it's like a perfect, like, smiley face frown. It's exactly. So, yeah, it's <laughs> so perfectly frowning. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, yes. Exactly like you would draw or, like, <laughs> make on your keyboard. Yeah. Um, She has said, I guess, that, like, this is one of the few characters that she felt bad about, like, leaving behind. Oh. Um, Because she doesn't think that she doesn't think that Danny is better off. She thinks that Danny is not going to fend for herself or, or fare very well in this cult. No. Um, the other thing about, like, is it a good for her movie? Um, I guess in the director's cut, which is not what we watched transparently, but I did read up on it. It's a lot clearer that it's a cult. <laughs> They're they're bad guys much more clearly, whereas in the cut that we watched the the what regular cut the <laughs> theatrical the yeah theatrical cut thank you that's what I was looking for <laughs> um <clears throat> you know they you almost like don't know until it's too late or the characters don't know until it's too late that that they're the bad guys yeah um yeah. Yeah, it's uh, definitely not a happy ending. But you know what? Well, I still kind of think it's like, like, when I watched Gone Girl at the end, I was like, good for her. But like, I also yeah. am aware of the fact that Amy Dune is a fucking terrible person. <laughs> like, nightmare of a human being if she was an Ooh. actual human being. Amy Dune, like the main character in Gone Girl. Like she's, oh, the girl. Yeah, like, she's not she's a good gone. person. <laughs> right. But, like, it's kind of told from her perspective, and you're kind of like, all right. Yeah. Go off. Like, do your yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, you it's definitely that, like, yeah, it's, it's the feeling of, like, your logical brain versus, like, what the movie's making you feel. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. The other thing that, I mean, I was I was certainly glad that the, like, more culty stuff was taken out, but the the other thing that was cut out was um, it kind of made you hate. 
I keep saying Christian. I think it's more like Chris Christian. Is, I don't I think how they pronounce like it. She says it Christian sometimes, but then like I think other people say Christian, so I'm not sure. Well, I always just call him Christian. Okay. Well, he's an ass, so we're gonna say Christian, whether yeah, it's Christian or not. <laughs> um, it, he was more of an ass in the director's cut, which I'm sad that. They left that out. Yeah, but I also think there's there's scenes in the director's cut where they kind of showed more of like the softer moments in the real. Like I know there's a scene where they actually kiss in the director's cut. They do not ever kiss in the theatrical cut. And so I think there are some scenes that kind of like solidify like why they might have gotten together in the first place. Because that was actually something I saw a lot too was particularly i will say a lot of men would like watch this movie and be like this doesn't even make sense why were they together they they clearly fucking hate each other and like every woman in the comments would just be like literally my friend is in this relationship right now like we all know someone who's in this relationship like or has been yeah or has been like it's so common so it them not being a realistic couple made no like did not even cross my mind when I watched this movie. I was like, I know friends who have been in this relationship, 100%. Yeah, and so do all the men. All the men have been in that relationship. They're just too stupid to realize it. <laughs> Idiots. Yeah, well, if you're at home and you're in a relationship with a man, <laughs> just think. <laughs> you know? Think about what Pele said. <laughs> <laughs> do you feel held by him? Does he feel like home to you? <laughs> that dialogue is fucking crazy. Oof. God, I would be indoctrinated, wouldn't I? <laughs> no. I wouldn't. I don't. I don't. Mm-kay. I'd join a cult. I know you would. That one. Ew. Not on purpose. <laughs> They're saying I'm dumb. to do that (laughs) i will not let you join a white supremacy goal i promise thank you yeah you're welcome uh i like though that this film was pitched to ari aster as like a straightforward slasher oh and he was like okay and then wrote this instead and was like here's my slasher (laughs) 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 and it's not really but it definitely feels like his version of one, so. <laughs> I mean, it definitely feels like him. Yeah. For sure. I mean, I say that having watched three of his movies, but. All of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess I could watch some of his shorts, though. Good, yeah. I still think one of his um... shorts is more fucked up than any of his movies <laughs> yeah yeah i think this yeah. has the most fucked up scene out of all the movies the, like opening with the the bloody eagle what oh that one i was thinking like the opening scene with the sister and the parents that yeah. one's really fucked up but yeah. then i also think the bashing in the head thing but you didn't watch that so you wouldn't know well <laughs> I, that one was more fucked up than the eagle thing after, to me. After the fall itself, the first I one? watched. I watched 
The Maladding. Okay, you watched The Maladding? Yeah. Also, I I I knew earth? it was the man that with after so I knew that the man falling was the deformed leg. Got it. Okay, okay, okay. So I yeah. Why would you go feet first? That's stupid. Crazy. Crazy. I would have dove head first. Oh, 100%. Yeah, just like squish it all up in there. I'm fucking know? swan diving. Let's go. <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, don't put your hands first. Well, no. You don't want anything to cushion. Just like. Yeah, that's right. Just he- head first. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Dome. What if he's like not even that old? <laughs> it's really not. And no. the dumbest thing is, I was like, those people look really old. Um, I was like, there's no way. See, I thought the man Those looked people... older than the woman. Well, I thought that at the time of filming, I was like, they're at least 85. They're so old. Those people are fucking old. And I looked it up. Now they're 70, like six. Yeah, I was like, I didn't. I thought the man looked older just because he was like more gray. But like the woman still like didn't have any real like she had like slight gray in her hair. But I didn't think the woman looked that old. I'm look up actors who are 72. <laughs> I just, yeah, I don't know. I guess, like, the only time Christian kind of makes a good point is, like, when he's talking to her after that. And he's like, oh, like, we put our old people in homes. Like, they probably think that's really fucked up. Which is true. Fair. But, like, at yeah. least we don't make them fucking jump up. <laughs> that's, oh, fuck. True. Get malleted. Uh, Mark Hamill. Yeah, like he doesn't look at seventy two. No, I would not. I would. I don't think he's a menace to society. I would not make him jump off a cliff. Well, also, I don't think celebrities are like a good judge, like a judge of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not finding a single one of these that I'm like, oh yeah, you look seventy two. No, and they won't. Because like every celebrity yeah. has access to like. Plastic surgery, dietitians, all yeah. that kind of stuff. Skincare, like they're all gonna look young. Yeah. Stellan Skarsgård. Stellan. Oh, Stellan. <laughs> Wait, let me look at actresses too. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, some of them look seventy-two. Oh. Phyllis from The Office. She doesn't look seventy two, yeah, but she's I was like, on this she doesn't... list. I don't really recognize anybody else. Oh. Women hmm. aren't allowed to be seventy two in Hollywood. <laughs> Honestly, no, they're not. <laughs> that's the impression it's giving off. Yeah. Um. Anyway. It's a lot of foreshadowing in this movie. There. There is. Which, if you ever rewatch it, I'm sure you'll notice even more. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, there's like a poster above Danny's bed of a little girl like touching a bear. Um, oh, yeah. The tapestry like that's that shown movie. at the beginning of the movie is literally the plot. It's <laughs> everything that happens. It, like, Somebody cuts their vagina condensed. off? Well, no, nobody cuts their vagina off. 
Okay. That is a tapestry well, later. So at the the literally uh, first thing that's shown is a tapestry that kind of outlines like the whole movie. Later, okay. right after they see the bear in the cage, that's when they show that tapestry. But that foreshadows what happens to Christian with the redheaded yeah. girl. She doesn't cut off her vagina. She cuts off pubes, puts it in his food, and then puts her menstrual blood in his cup. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this one? Oh. Um, this one. Wait, where'd it go? Oh. I don't know. <laughs> that? <clears throat> Let me look. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look at that. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Yeah, literally. It's even got eyebrow kid in his eyebrows. It even has eyebrow kids in his eyebrows. <laughs> Aww. Yep. Um, and and Chidi Anagonye, look at that. Chidi Anagonye, he is in this. Um, That's fun. But yeah, it, when Christian's in the like little house thing talking to the leader about if he wants to like impregnate the redhead, there's a picture behind her of a burning bear. Um, oh. At the very beginning, there's a picture in the parents' house of Danny really young with like flowers in her hair. There's yeah, there's like a lot, <laughs> a lot of little things. Y'all, but told us throughout. the movie pretty much. But like when you watch it the first time, you don't really notice. Yeah, I know. I, I remember anything at all. Yeah, I watched this for the second time with one of my friends, and so I'd already seen it. Like looked up everything about it because that's what I do. Mm-hmm. And so when the like. They're eating the meat pies, and he gets the hair in his mouth, and, like, his drink's a different color than everybody else's. My friend just, like, looks at me, and he's like, is he eating Simon and Connie? Like, he thought that they had, like, baked them into pies, and that's why he got a hair in his mouth? And I was like, no. (laughs) No. They are dead, but, like, you'll see them later. (laughs) I guess Simon wasn't dead at that point, but. Yeah. He probably wishes he was. Um, two things. What well, first thing, I guess like all of the food that they served, mm-hmm. like nobody ever eats it. Yeah, and they don't also really it was rotten. Uh like some of the shots of like meat in particular looked like it was like a little bit like the ham at the end, like on the table, there's like flies around it and stuff. Um so yeah, I don't I'm not really sure what that symbolizes. Maybe that, like, it's kind of like a facade. Hmm. I think a lot of this is like, oh, like, we're all happy and nice on the surface, but, like, not underneath. <laughs> yeah. Um, And then the second thing, the blood eagle. Yeah. Your lungs don't inflate and deflate themselves. Your diaphragm does that so that's not physically possible just for the record um but i actually really liked that scene i thought that was kind of cool the way he was kind of just hanging there living yeah um i was looking up the like whatever like historical what am i trying to say 
significance background yeah 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 of like bloody glue or whatever and i guess it's it's only been written about like twice or something in Mm -hmm. history um and nobody really knows if it's ever actually happened or if they're writing about it like fictitiously yeah fucked up yeah and i think i read somewhere that like he included that as kind of a nod to like the white supremacy aspect of things because a lot of times they would justify like the purity of their bloodline through like viking practices and blood eagle was like kind of like supposedly a thing that the vikings did right um so i think that's why that was like included um they also like talk about odin which is been co-opted by white supremacists so like even though they're clearly not like worshippers of Odin, right? Um, but yeah, there's a lot of things like that in there as well, which is funny because people don't really talk about that a lot. Like a lot of people don't see this as a film of, about white supremacy, even though it very like it is a hundred percent. Arias yeah. has said that, um, but I think that's kind of a nod to like how well it's written is that you don't think about it but like there's literally a book about like secret nazi languages used in like nordic countries or something like that that's on christian's table and she says oh why are you reading that he says ask pele like there's stuff like that all throughout a lot of the nordic symbols that they use are ones that have been co-opted by white supremacists um like nazis specifically specifically yes Josh, who's, like, obviously more respectful and dedicated to understanding their culture, is, like, deliberately passed over by the Hargate people for information about their culture. And, like, they'll tell Christian instead, even though, like, he ripped off Josh's idea to do this. Um, And even Pele himself, like, several times will say, like, oh, I'll I'll tell you later what that means to Josh, but he'll tell Christian. Like, he'll tell his white friends when they want to know something, but he won't tell Josh. And, yeah, so, like, I think there's just, like, a lot of different things like that that are kind of sprinkled throughout it. But I do think, yeah, this movie is kind of, like, a masterful commentary on how white supremacists grow their numbers because they don't start with swastikas and genocide. Like, they start with kind words and a welcoming community and a promise of togetherness, and that's how they do it. So. Yeah. Yeah. I obviously, I did not pick up on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I only found out about it in having researched the movie after the fact. Um, and I did not know that, like, white supremacist beliefs and aspects were derived from Nordic beliefs and mythology. And I had no idea that those had anything to do with each other at all. So that was interesting to learn for sure. Yeah enlightening yeah Hmm. yeah um what else oh ariester's also confirmed that pele is the one who bludgeons josh to death (laughs) in the mask no so remember he's looking at the person in the mask and then gets hit from behind After he takes the pictures? 
Yeah, so he takes the pictures, and then he turns yes, around, and he's like, it. Mark? And then he realizes it's not Mark, and then he gets hit in the back of the head. Got it. Yeah, Arias just confirmed that the person who Aww. hit him is Pele. <laughs> Pele? Well, I mean, Pele did, like, source him. Yeah, he's a villain. Like, he literally brought yeah. these people there to be sacrificed. That was the yeah. point. Uh, well, for the people of color, I think they brought... I think they brought Josh there to be sacrificed. I think they brought Mark and Christian hoping they could procreate. And yeah. I think he brought Danny there in hopes that she would become part of the cult. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. Danny was a surprise, right? Danny was. True. I think in. once he realized she was coming, that was kind of mixed into the plan. But yeah, yeah I like guess we'll just, well, I guess we'll keep her. I guess, we'll, I guess we have to keep this one. <laughs> She can stay because she's an orphan. Yeah. <laughs> they love orphans. Who's she going to tell? True. Damn. Yeah. I do like a lot of people after, like Pele said, that his fam- like his parents burned in a fire and stuff. I remember like after it came out, a lot of people were like, oh my God, his parents were sacrificed. Yeah. No, it happens every 90 years, so that's not possible. <laughs> uh, yeah. Damn. He is a little bit younger than, like, 91 years old, so. <laughs> well, they don't eat. Maybe they're, like, a little not human. Uh, I think they're human. I don't, I don't think this movie has any supernatural elements in it. Which is honestly There's probably why I liked it so much better than Hereditary. <laughs> Uh, uh, that's what ruined hereditary for me is at the end when it's like the little ghost light yeah Ugh. I like though in the in the end during the sacrifice um, Ingmar and Ulf are the two there's like nine sacrifices Christian's alive but like he can't move. And then Ingmar and Ulf are the only two like willing sacrifices who are still alive in there. And they're given the like dew from the yew tree or whatever. And when they take it, Ulf is told, feel no pain. And Ingmar is told, feel no fear. And then as like it is engulfed with flames, Ingmar looks at Ulf clearly with fear. And Ulf starts wailing in pain, <laughs> like screaming. So I kind of like that as like a, I think in their last moments, they kind of realize that everything they've been told is probably not true. <laughs> yeah. Too late. Hey. Yeah. Well. At least they found out before they died. I bet they wish it was a little bit before they died. <laughs> or not at all. Yeah. Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> like kind of heavy. The whole movie was kind of heavy. It is. It I'm is kind honest. of a heavy film. <laughs> but like, it's pretty. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I certainly do love the like full core mm. aspect of it. I don't mind that at all. Yeah, 
apparently when it was shown in Sweden, they thought it was a black comedy. <laughs> I didn't read that. Yeah, they didn't even think it was scary. They were like, oh, this is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can see that. Um, a lot of the, a lot of the, um, like costumes and cultural references were not accurate to Sweden. I guess they were more Ukrainian, Hungarian. Um, just not. I don't know if it was like just not researched correctly or what, but um, I could see why they would think that if it was just like not exactly historically accurate. Yeah. Um. I would guess that it was probably intentional just because I think a lot of what he does is pretty well researched and pretty intentional. So maybe it was just to like kind of separate it and be like, this is obviously like a fictional story and not yeah based on anything sense. that's actually happening in Sweden. Right now. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> um, yeah. The sex scene. That was, uh, yeah. Christian was supposed to run away with his robe on that he had on before he went in. And then Jack Raynor, who plays Christian, was like, nah, we're doing this nude. Because <laughs> he had, like, just watched, like, Last House on the Left, which one day we'll watch, maybe. Um. <laughs> is there a nude scene? No, there is. A robe scene? No, there is an extended sexual assault scene. Yeah. It's so long. Um, And he felt that in a lot of horror movies, which is fair, women are naked and humiliated and assaulted before they die. And he was like, how about we just do that to a man instead? (laughs) Said it's about time. (laughs) I like it. Picasso. Yeah. So, you know. It's nice to know that he's probably not as shitty as Christian in real life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that feels good. I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, sort of, sort of related. Not exactly related. Um, well, it is related because it was that scene that really made me like realize it. Mm. There are not a lot of like really large bodies depicted in horror. There just aren't. There's not a lot of large bodies depicted anywhere in Hollywood, honestly. Well, Unless you're I, like the like fat funny friend. Yeah. I, I, I feel like it's getting better across Hollywood as a whole, maybe. But I I could not think of one single character. In any of the movies that we've watched. Yeah. I can't yeah, think of like one. Not, not a thing. No. Um, it's really not. Hmm. Um, yeah. Which is, I mean. What are we going to do about it? Yeah. Talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Other than just, yeah, I I knew I had to say something. Yeah. Because it was, I mean, here's, I don't know. I don't know. I need to 
popped up in my head, so I needed to say something about it. You felt I could it, not so you said think it. Of, yeah, I could not think of one one character. Yeah. Throughout all of these movies that we've watched, not one. Yeah. I can't either. And you've watched all of them. And a lot more. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, well, I guess American Horror Story. Yeah. But not the first season. No. Is what we watched. Yeah, let's get some more variety of bodies in horror. How about that? Yeah. Let's do it. Why not? It'd be fun. It'd be weird. Let's do it. <laughs> I mean, it'd be normal. <laughs> yeah, it'd be super normal. <laughs> um, also about that scene, but like not really to do with it. And probably less important than what you were talking about. <laughs> but, like, that's not obviously based on anything that actually happens in any culture, I don't think. Too bad. But nine out of the ten most common birthdays in Sweden are all in April, which is about nine months after Midsummer. Oh. So. Because Midsummer's in, I thought Midsummer was in June, July. Late June, early July, yeah. September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so they do be fucking, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe not like that. No, I hope not. I just... I, ju- I, I just want to know... I want to read the casting call. Yeah. Or the poor little Swedish lady who was cast to have her hand on Christian's ass. Yeah. And that was her entire role in the film. Do you think they just, like, hired, like, the cult people and then they were like, oh, by the way, like, some of you, like, we'll need some of you to be okay with a nude scene. And then, like, that day they were just like, who wants to just... <laughs> That's how I'd do. I'd be like, any volunteers should just... Keep the flow going. <laughs> I, Who's fine with that, you know? I'd do well, it. Well, imagine how many actors you'd have to have on hand to find one to do that. I don't think... I think you're vastly underestimating what actors will do for a part. <laughs> you think? Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I, I, to be clear, yeah. I would do it. Yeah, I don't think it would be that hard. I think someone okay. there would be like, all right, yeah, sure. Wash your ass first. I would ask okay. that. I'd be like, let's get some baby wipes going on here. Men don't wash their ass. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> you learn to live with it. I don't. You do. <laughs> I, I, I learned to live with it. <laughs> they don't wash anything. No. Really. Their hands occasionally. Sometimes. If you're lucky. <laughs> yeah, I, I know I say occasionally. Yeah. <clears throat> Just like what sitting in a hot shower and then getting out does not clean your body. That, if anything, makes you sweaty. <laughs> like, <laughs> but right? I use soap because I Thank love you. myself. <laughs> I showered two hours ago, and I was lathered, so I don't know. 
I don't know. I can't. I can't explain it, Katie. I use different soaps for different regions. Like yeah. several different soaps for different bits and bobs. Yeah, I have three different soaps. And, and then there's men. Two different loofahs. <laughs> yes. I put my ass loofah. I change my loofahs like weekly. <laughs> Do you really? Bro. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, that can't be good for the environment. I know, but they're so filled with bacteria. Mm. But yeah, no, Boil I have em. like an ass loofah, and then I have like a body loofah. Boil them. I get the like 99 cent ones. Just they're not good for like the environment. <laughs> okay, I'll figure out an alternative. Or start growing sponges. It's just yelling at me now. God. Weekly. I know you're exaggerating, but still. It is. Yeah, it's not weekly, but <laughs> often I change them. Yeah. Anyways, well, how scary do you know how we got there? I don't either. Oh. <laughs> um, how scary I think it was. <clears throat> I didn't. Right. Uh, one and a half. Right. It was a little bit like spooky, I guess. Uh, but no, it didn't really scare me. Yeah. Per se. How about you? Yeah, I gave it a one. Um, it's more like unnerving and uncomfortable than I think it is scary. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Sexy. Um, yeah, that's what I was going to say. You uh, go first. Uh, I give it a one. I think this is oh. one of the least sexy oh. sex scenes I've ever seen in my life. Oh. It just didn't... It didn't strike me as that. And it's not... Like, there's some good-looking people in this cast. William Jackson Harbour is very attractive to me. I just... I always think of him as cheat. <laughs> yeah. Cheaty and Agonia. Um, You know, Florence Pugh, she's cute. Well, Poulter's not that cute in this, but he is got he's grown into them eyebrows. Let me tell you what. <laughs> he sure has. <laughs> Jack Rayner, yeah. this is the only thing I've seen him in, and he sucks in it. So it's like not yeah. he does a good job, but like his character sucks so bad that like he's not attractive to me. So I yeah. don't know. It's not due to that. It's just like they're just, just like pretty people in a bad not a sexy circumstance. So Okay. Yeah. What about you? I gave it a two and a half. You end up yours. I gave it a half. <laughs> I gave it I gave it a half for the cast. Great. Um I gave it a half for like the folky vibes. Right. Oh you know, and that's I that's sexy to you? Yeah, it's like yeah, like a like a oh. good like folky, like a Folk, foresty, fairy, folk vibe. Okay. Yeah. And then a half for kill your boyfriend. Oh. You know? Yeah. Specifically your abusive boyfriend. Yeah, 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 yeah. He sucks. Not just like any boyfriend. Great. Thank you for clarifying. 
I get it. You- sure. Yeah. Thank you. Um, what about uh, fucked up? How fucked up did you think it was? Uh, I gave it. Uh, I was deciding between a 2 and a 2.5, but I think I'm going to go with a 2.5. There's quite a bit of what the fuck's packed in this bitch. And the white supremacy aspect. The whole cult thing. Yeah. That's not good. Indoctrination is real. (laughs) What about you? Yeah, I gave it a 3. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty fucked. Yeah. Um, white supremacy is bad. It is bad. Yeah. Uh, the blood eagle scene, mm. not great. I th- I'd say all of the gore was fucked up gore. Yeah, there was no not fucked up gore in this. No. Um. Yeah, it not no, it's pretty fucked. Yeah. Overall? Um, okay, so I had a really hard time writing this one overall. So I used my yeah. signature patented scientific approach to just reading. Your opinion movies. broken down into multiple categories. Yes. Great. Uh, but it helps. It helps. Yeah, okay. And using that, I got a 3.165, <laughs> which felt a little low. So I bumped it up to a 3.5. All right. 3.5. Um, and I think that most of that is Florence's performance. Okay. She carried this movie on her shoulders. Flawlessly. Um, but I mean, it, everybody acted phenomenally, but she just stole the show. Um, portraying grief and just... Yeah, she was incredible. I love just kind of the I've said this multiple times. I love the folky aspect of it. I, mm-hmm. The the vibe is immaculate. Um, reading into it was just super interesting. Like the history of it, I learned a ton that I didn't. I, I mean, I never would have assumed that it was about white supremacy, and I learned a ton about that. Yeah, I think it's very important to like know about <laughs> that kind of thing. Um. So that you are not indoctrinated into white supremacy. <laughs> Don't do it, um, you guys. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I, I totally, I get the hype. Um, I, I don't think I liked it as much as a lot of people did. Um, there are definitely- yeah, I feel like you've talked a lot about like what you enjoyed. What didn't, what, like, what didn't you like about it? I, uh, I, I think I was expecting more Mm-mm. girl. I wanted it to be more girl, more like luring men and killing them. Got it. Not luring people and killing them or worse, luring black people and killing them. Yeah. So that was disappointing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know? Yeah. But I kind of blame TikTok for that one. The hype was too much for you. Yeah, um, it, and not even just TikTok. I mean, everybody kind of hyped this one. Yeah. Um, and I mean, ranking it against 
hereditary. Bo's afraid. What's the other one? That's it. That's it? There's the three, yeah. It is it is better than the two. Than those two. Really? I thought there was another one. I feel like you ranked hereditary higher. I I maybe. Might have. No, it's better than hereditary. <laughs> I felt like you gave hereditary like a four, but I could be wrong about that. I don't I don't remember. That was that was a long time ago. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I'll have to go back and look. Yeah. Um, maybe I'll scientific approach it also. <laughs> um, but no, I, I think it just didn't just didn't live up to my expectations and that disappointed me. But that's why that's why I bumped it up a little bit, because that that felt unfair. Yeah. Um, and I would I would watch it again, kind of to your point, to like, you know, catch on the things yeah. that I missed, um, especially to watch the director's cut. I would be interested in actually watching the like development of the cult a little bit more and yeah. the development of Christian and Danny's relationship. And I don't know. I, I did enjoy it. It just didn't live up to the hype. A lot of great movies can be disappointing when people hype them up too much. That's what happened, you know, to, that's me what happened to I was going to say avatar. You said you said hereditary avatar, the blue people movie. Yeah. That didn't not live up to the expectations. I never, I couldn't even get through it. It was so bad. <laughs> I've never even seen the full movie. I can't watch it because it's a fucking white savior Pocahontas fucking rip. <laughs> Nothing's original anymore. Yeah, fuck Avatar. <laughs> Nothing's original anymore. Just kidding. Even this is the story of white supremacy. Yeah, but this is a critique on it. <laughs> it's not a so here's a white Avatar. guy going. No, it's literally about the hero of the story is a white guy who goes into an indigenous culture and learns how to be better than all of them in fucking three weeks. It's literally a white savior movie. Don't, mm, no, that's a whole separate podcast. <laughs> not. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a pretty movie. A good soundtrack. Fair. Uh, what did you rate it? I gave it a five out of five. <laughs> what? This is one of my favorite horror movies of all time. Wow. I adore this film. I think it's beautifully shot. I think the performances are great. It's so well wit written. And it's weird. And I love that. It's kind of weird. It is weird. Yeah. But yeah, I almost didn't see this because everybody had hyped up Hereditary. And I, we talked about it in that episode, but like I was disappointed with it because all of this hype kind of, it just didn't live up to that. And yeah, I remember I was like at work one day and my friend came over and was like, oh, have you seen Midsummer?" And I was like, no, I don't, I don't know if I'm a fan of Ari Aster, which is crazy to, for me now. Yeah, but, <laughs> but yeah, I was like, I don't know. Like I was just really disappointed by Hereditary. So I don't, I don't think I'm going to go see it. And she was like, you have to go see it. Like you need to go see it. And I was like, is it supernatural? And she's like, no. And I was like, fine, I'll go see it. Literally that weekend, went to the theater by myself, watched the movie, and was just like, I think that just changed my life. Oh, my God. 
So yeah, love big that fan. for you. Yeah, it's definitely one of my favorites of all time. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Yay. But yeah, I'm sad it, it didn't live up to the hype, but I can definitely see how that would happen. Like at this point, I think it's yeah been so hyped up, especially on like TikTok and stuff like that. And kind of I mean, deemed you've this, hyped like, it up. Oh, yeah. I mean, you already knew going into it that I really love this movie. So it's like, it's kind of hard to avoid yeah. that. Yeah. So totally. I can understand. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I did still love it. Yeah. The real question is, would you survive it? Yeah. You'd be in doctrine. You'd be in the cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I joined the cold yeah. and I lived. Great. Easy. <laughs> you? Easy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But you joined the cold? No, either two different things are going to happen. One, okay. I'm not going on the trip. Period. Because if I'm putting myself in Danny's position, her and I are very different people. And I'm not putting up with that shit. So, like, me and Christian would not still be together, and I'm not going on vacation with his shitty-ass fucking friends. So, like, that's never going to happen. If we're saying I have to go on the trip. You do. Fine. I think I'm still, like, respectful and probably naive enough to, like, be in Danny's position that she gets put in until the end. But I don't think I would get indoctrinated. I think I would see a lot of that and be like, this is really fucked up and not okay. And I think I'd just pretend I was. And then be like, great, I'll go back to my apartment and like clean everything up so I can move here. Pele, I love you. And then I'd just peace out. Do you think they would let that happen? Yeah, they let Pele go to school. Yes. Like they're but allowed they to leave. Raised him from a child. Yeah, that's fine. I think if I gained their trust enough that they believed me, okay. it might take a while. Yeah, so you're playing the long con. I'm, I'm playing the long con to survive. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like in order for that to work, I would have to kill Christian. I don't think morally I would feel good about that because yes, he's a shitty person. I don't. I don't think he deserved that. <laughs> I would have loved to see him, like, get broken up with in a movie sense. Yeah, fuck that guy. Let's let it burn. But, like, in a real life. Yeah, like, real life. No, I'm not setting someone on fire who's, like, a shitty boyfriend. But, like. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. But I think I would have, in order to gain their trust, I would have to choose him. So I would. I'd do it. I'd do it. Well, good for us. Yeah. Yeah. You want to predict next week's movie? Sure. To get in the holiday spirit. Oh, yay. (laughs) We're going to be talking about Black Christmas next week. Ooh. Okay, it's definitely a slasher. Okay. It's got to (laughs) be. Um... And it's Santa. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's pretty straightforward. Um, he's, he, he's the slasher? He's the slasher. Great. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Santa Santa turns bad. Mm-hmm. Santa um, 
has a curse put on him. Oh, I thought there were just like, turn- too many people on the naughty list. <laughs> he got pissed. <laughs> oh. Well, maybe. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Um, but speaking of the naughty list, if you're on it, you're toast. Got it. Okay, so he just kills yeah. people on the naughty list. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So small he, children he or? comes down the yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, you don't see that on this in this movie. Great. This movie is not about that, but yeah. I I have a feeling it's a comedy. I hope it's okay. a comedy. Um, right? You tell me. Yeah, it's a comedy. It's a comedy. <laughs> and if you're on the naughty list, Santa's going to cut you. He's going he's gonna to come down the... <laughs> he's going to come down the chimney and mm-hmm. um, slash you. And a yeah. group, a community of adults in a small town mm-hmm. on the in the United... How do time zones work? <laughs> Who... Who sees Santa first? In the whole world? Yeah. Who gets Christmas first? (laughs) Time zone wise. Russia? (laughs) I don't know. It's like the opposite of they're the it starts on that side of the earth. We're like last. It starts in Russia and then we're last? I think so. Okay, so Russia starts dying. People in Russia start dying. Like, like a lot of people in Russia start dying. <laughs> and and we're like, what the fuck? Why? Mm-hmm. And then you just find people stuffed up their chimneys with their throats slashed. Oh, no. And, and we're like, what the fuck? Why? Mm-hmm. And then we find out that it's Santa. So we only have, like, so many hours to protect ourselves. Us, meaning the United States, because time zones. Right. Okay, okay, okay. Before it's Christmas. Yeah. And... Santa brings Black Christmas. Is that what the movie's called? Yeah. <laughs> to the United States. Um, yeah. And then it hits the UK and they weren't ready. They never Idiots. Were. Yeah. And then Iceland and then New York. It's set in San Francisco, obviously. Obviously. Because they're like the last one. No, it's set in Hawaii. Oh. Hawaii. Wow. They're the last ones. And then they catch Santa. I think Alaska is the... Oh, well, oh, maybe it is set in Alaska. No, you're right. <laughs> yeah, because it's snowing there. That makes a lot more sense. Um, yeah. Okay. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, so, the, and then, uh, and they make it. Not a lot of people live through this movie. Yeah. And they have to repopulate like... the earth. Yeah, it sounds like it's a, a worldwide Christmas crisis. Yeah, I mean, the good news is nice people live. So there's a lot of nice people left. Great. Yeah, because if you're on the nice list. Not nice list. Yeah, you live. He doesn't care about you. You get presents. But if you're on the naughty list, you get stepped up your chimney and you get your throat slashed. Great. And if you don't have a chimney, I'm not really sure what happens. It's probably funny, though. Okay, yeah. I cannot wait to watch it. Great. And if that movie has not is that, if that movie's not this movie, it better be coming soon. I have never heard of the movie you described. <laughs> <laughs> but I would watch for sure. Thank you. It is a slasher. You got that right. Oh good. It's not a comedy. I- Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh. Yeah. Ew. A Christmas horror movie that's not funny? Well, yeah, sorry. Not on purpose? I mean, like, it is in the 70s, so, like, there might be elements of it that are, like, a little bit. The 70s? It's, yeah, it's a 70s movie. They were making Christmas horror movies in the 70s? They made this in the 70s. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Well. I feel like Silent Night, Deadly Night was also in the 70s. So, yeah, they were, they were popping off. This well, came out before making... Halloween. They were making slashers then, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm sorry. It's not. It's been, a, like, a year or two since I've seen it. I don't really remember it being, like, funny even, like, for its time. No. Um. So yeah. sad. I don't actually know where it's set. Okay. It's snowing. Could be Alaska. Uh, maybe. Okay. But well, yeah. I'm excited about it. It stars Olivia Hussey, which you... Don't know by name, but she played Bill's wife in the It the miniseries. Audra, yeah. she rides on his bike. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. Fun. <laughs> She's in it. She would have been younger, much younger. Yeah. Cute. Nice. Well, I'm excited. Our first holiday Me season too. film. Happy holidays. Happy God. holidays. Did you say happy holidays, God? Oh, well, oh, those were two separate got things. Got it. Okay. Happy holidays. And then I God, said, I God. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Can't believe it's the holidays. <laughs> Just clarify. Thank you. I mean, happy also holidays happy too, holidays, God. <laughs> Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yep. Bye. <laughs> All right. Well, that wraps it up for today. If there are any movies you'd like to hear us talk about or you'd like to traumatize me with, please let us know in the comments or shoot us a DM on our socials at Killer Cuties Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Next week, we're going to be talking about one of the first Christmas-themed slashers, Black Christmas. We hope to see you then. Bye.